Hello! Welcome to our first live of 2023. Yeah, got in there right off the start, 5th of Jan. Yeah, um, really excited to have our first guest of the year. Um, it's going to Hi be guys. with Natalie Gabe Jackson. Um, she is the owner of Override. Natalie, I can see you've joined. Here, request to see you live. View request. Go live with Override. Hiya! Hi Lily Grace! Lily Grace. Lily Grace. Um, hi guys! Hi, hi Natalie. Natalie! How are you? You need to. Have you got ready now? Talk? I think it. Just talk, can you. Yeah? Can you hear yeah. me now? Yeah, yeah. Just... How are you? Thank you. Happy New Year to you both. Yeah, Happy New Year to you too. How was South Africa? Absolutely amazing. Just like a holiday of a lifetime. Have you guys been? I haven't. Oh my gosh. Add it to the list. Honestly, it was just spectacular. Please go, we'll go again next year. But it just, yeah. Oh. Really fantastic. But you know, you've got to get back to reality. <laughs> Yeah, but there's nothing yeah, like a bit right of so. uh, winter sunshine. It just charges you, recharges you for like, you know, it's really uh, lovely. I love it. In the... It was just wonderful, but I'm happy to be home. It's also good. I miss my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can, we can relate. Absolutely. Uh, we have got a few more people coming on. I think let's, um, let's just do the quick intro. Um, we'll introduce ourselves and obviously we'll introduce you. And we'll hand it over to you to give yourself a, you know, a little bit of an intro as well. Um, so welcome. Thank you, everyone who's joined. People coming in thick and fast. Um, so I'm Anna. And I'm Charlotte. And we are. <laughs> we are Ace Lifestyle and Ace Transport. Um, we are a health and lifestyle company. We um, started this company eight years ago now. Eight years ago? Yeah. Um, in September. Um, we are old, old childhood friends. We went to primary school and secondary school together. Um, we qualified as personal trainers at a really similar time, which was basically after we finished having our children. Um, and we then qualified as nutritionists. We started off with loads of classes. Um, this was pre-COVID. Um, yeah, yeah, our big thing at the time was that we really found, and I'm sure Natalie, you... Um, can um, understand this that there was very few for us uh, we knew a lot of women for women only classes and also if you weren't a member of a gym um, you couldn't access anything really other than apart from that. a class or maybe like a separate class um, and we really wanted to strength training to you know everybody, essentially so that is why we started a whole host of classes um, and they did really, really well up until COVID. And then COVID kind of really made us have to change our business very much. Yeah, and we became basically fully online. So we train, well, not fully online, but mostly online. But we created our Ace Transform, which is our big transformation um, lifestyle, weight loss, a bit of a program. And um, we can, I mean, we'd really love to hear your story. But I just thought if more people on, it's introduce ourselves as well. Um, but yes, so we've got the lovely Natalie on. Natalie owns uh, Override Studio. And I think we'll hand it over to you. 
Thank you so much, guys. You know, I didn't know that you two were childhood friends until I saw your post on Instagram. I just love that. I yeah. think, but we were friends. We weren't just like we used, in the same uh, class. We used Sundays got proper and... memories of drinking vinegar out of little egg cups together, <laughs> dipping our fried eggs and chips into <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. We hung out together all the time. To have your career to be working with your best friend. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So yeah, just about me. So yeah, so I, I mean, I've had quite a few careers, I'll be honest with you. Um, so I originally actually went, I worked in recruitment. So the reason I'm telling you this is because how it's really helped now, where I am now. All these things, you don't realise it until you sort of reflect at a later I worked in recruitment, recruiting accountants into accounting firms and then lawyers into law firms. So I um, spent a lot of time in sales. Then um, after having kids and whatnot, I actually set up a little business. Some people, yeah, I don't know if you guys ever came to me, but I used to sell maternity clothes. Um, I saw and it was called, got that inspiration from Pimp My Ride. And um, I used to just do that from home. I created a little shop. Anyway, I did that during sort of various having kids. I've got three. And then I then went into events. So I ran an events team for a media company for eight years, actually. Um, again, during that, obviously, events work, managing staff, again, sales, creative, lots of things going on. So, um, yeah, so that's really sort of like my background. And then... More recently, I opened Override in October 2020. So right when COVID was good, sort of really getting right in there and ruining all our lives. Um, but the reason why I was able to actually open it was because I was on furlough. So from my events um, role, I actually had some time. And I'm very grateful for that. There's a few things during COVID that I'm grateful for. And I'm sure there's some people out there who have also some things. There was obviously, you know, the, the lots of cons, but there were pros, right? So um, a friend of mine actually told me about a space that was available, and it was something that I wanted to do. Um, a really good friend of mine, Mel, took me to my first spin class many, many years ago, and I thought, gosh, this is amazing. I mean, you know, I have always been involved, like, with a gym, like you were saying, about being a member of a gym for many years, you know, going to many different gyms. But um, I know I'm moving on now. You're probably going to ask me this anyway. But I, you know, I sit outside, and then if other people watching can relate, you know, you sit outside the gym on your phone, right, in the car, and you're thinking... I know I've got to go in, but I really don't actually want to. It is like not something I'm excited to do. But when I found I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go to this class. Like I'm like skipping in, you know. I mean, I'm not, not sure everybody does that, but I definitely do. <laughs> um, so it was finding an exercise that I actually thought, okay, I love this. It's a hobby. It's not a chore. Yeah. So kind of like where it all started. So it was kind of like I became a spin instructor and I did it as a side hustle which I would highly recommend to people to find a side hustle, okay? Because we spend so much time looking after our families and working. When do we do something on the side that maybe isn't about the money, it's more just about something that you love? So highly recommend a side hustle and spinning was mine. So from spinning as a side hustle, furlough, etc., I was able to then open override. It's, it's brilliant. Some people say to us all the time, they love it. They do it because they have. And I always say there's something out there for you. You just haven't discovered it. There is something. Because there has to be so many elements and yeah, types of uh, exercise and fitness, things you can do. And, you know, people always think that running is, like, you know, the best. And it's like, if you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Like, why do you do something you don't enjoy? But I totally understand uh, spinning. I used to spin it and the high, the, the, you know, the endorphins and the, it feels great. I mean, I, I also taught spinning for a bit. I worked at Virgin Active 
uh, when I first qualified and I had to teach a load of classes and spinning was one of my classes and um, I loved teaching it and I actually reading your post that you wrote about yourself uh, for this live um, completely can relate to that because I was biased uh, when I was younger when I was in school I hated doing presentations standing up in class I was really really quiet and then I did my personal training had to do all the you know CPDs the spinning and and all of that and you have to then teach the class in front of your peers and the instructors and you know the first few times I was you know shitting bricks it was like my coming completely out of my comfort zone but it was the best thing I ever did myself because it made me a completely different person and it gave me so much confidence. What, yeah, what was your first class like? Yes, my first class I taught, um, the maddest thing was, there was a guy in the room who was 83 years old in my first thing class. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what if this guy doesn't quite, you know, make it through? <laughs> all ages but 83 is pushing it I mean please God buy us all but I was very very nervous more about him so I think that took my focus away from worrying about thing. but that was my first spin class yeah it was great and I had lots of friends coming with support which is always lovely when you're when your friends support something like that so it was great but I think um like you say in terms of confidence that is one of the biggest things that I would say Ovide has done for me and I really want to share that with my clients as well. And I'm sure you guys have the same. So, you know, in terms of training, everybody has their reason for doing it. But a lot of people, of course, come in with, of course, the, the, the initial one is, I want to lose weight, right? So you often get that, that so many people come to, come to us because of that. But when you dig deep, you actually find that there's so much more that the people want. And the confidence, to be able to walk into a room with your head held high, feeling strong and confident, to me, that's what exercise does for you. That's what training, whether you're lifting weights, lifting something heavy above your head, I mean, how confident does that make you feel, right? So that's really what I want to share with lots of people, rather than sort of like that focus on, you know, sort of like how I look to others. Maybe it's more about how I come across to others and that confidence walking in. And I think personally, and I'm sure you guys agree, the confidence that gives others, I can relate to because it's done it for me. And also I used to be, now we both have home studios, so I'm no longer a member of a gym. But when it was in the early days of his classes, and you'd watch people sort of old, stand at the back of the room, sort of quite shy and often quite covered up. And as they became more confident, you'd see them go. And it was like, I'm sure you see that on the bike. Start off in the corner quietly. <laughs> I love that. When I used to do a body attack class years ago at Virgin Active, and it was all very, you know, coordinated and I'd always stand in the back right behind the pillar not just in the back I find the pillar to stand behind of you know because it was kind of like the thought of it but, but then I remember doing like years later be right there at the front with the instructor right in front of me yeah I mean absolutely that confidence is phenomenal yeah but also in terms of your coaching style you know as we grow as we stand in front of classes you know our coach improves I mean there's obviously a lot of cheese we have to say as instructors uh, but I more and more natural, um, you know, thing. And I think I personally used to get such a high out of teaching, you know. Such a high. I mean, also the wonderful thing about spinning and being a spin instructor and having your own business is 
that I'm doing the exercise with everybody else. And a lot of people say, do you actually turn your resistance up? And I'm like, absolutely. Because if you don't see that I'm sweating, working hard, how are you going to trust me? You know, so it's really, really important that all my instructors, myself included, work hard at the same time and show everybody like, I can do this, you can do this, let's work together to, to build that strength. And, and it is, it's, it's such a buzz. I mean, every single class, I will, and I teach 11 a week. I was just going to ask. Every single class, I walk out feeling like I want to punch the air. You know, it's that kind of vibe. You know, very breakfast club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I've got to teach a class or uh, next. I really don't. I really, really don't. I, I don't think that day will ever come. I mean, don't get me wrong, I get tired. I mean, on a Friday night, I am out of it. I'm on the couch. There is, that's it. I'm gone. You know, so, and I have my rest day. On yeah, I'm But it is by far the most rewarding, most fabulous job I've ever had, if you even want to call it a job. Yeah. Well, yeah. Talk, talk to us a little bit, being, you know, a woman, a business owner, having confidence to, you know, to go out yourself. We've got which we always say, um, and it's been amazing. You know, Charlotte's been away this week and I've been able to sort of hold up the business and vice versa, I'm away next week. And, she, and it's, you know, it's fantastic. So to do it alone is, is awesome. Yeah, I mean, look, it is, it is 24-7, but I, I don't mind. I'm really happy to do it. I do have, I've got Matthew who helps me a lot with lots of various things, whether during COVID we were schlepping bikes to places in vans and all that kind of stuff so he helps me with my accounting and all that kind of stuff and I've got an amazing team of instructors I think some of them might be watching amazing team that they really are all so loyal supportive fun they care about the business so much as well as my clients that really does help but have you I mean in terms of like being a woman owning her own business I mean I don't know if you guys have had this but many times I've sat around the dining room table with people and they ask Matthew what he does for work and then that's it. And then they might ask, do you work? And I'm like, are we really still saying this in 2023? Are we really still... In our circles, I feel, I feel like less and less. I found my biggest thing when I wasn't working, when I was kind of bringing up the kids, I didn't work for about eight years. I like completely took, put focus on that. And then I um, had enough. And one of the biggest issues I had with myself not working was actually I sat around and all the other women worked and had something to say for themselves I just felt a bit like you know boring um didn't really add to any conversation because I didn't really doing anything except raising children so that for me apart from having a bit of low self-esteem um was like a huge why I wanted to go and start working. So I don't know. I've, I've experienced it a lot. I have people I saying, like, well, I have people saying things like, how's that fitness thing you're doing? And I'm like, oh, that fitness thing where we can pay the salary. We have two companies and we just have to pay quite a tax. <laughs> that little company, <laughs> thanks. I know. You know. We've been published. We, and it's very frustrating because I... I Definitely experienced it. Men, it's not women, it's men, I find. But just, Charles, just say, you did work, you just didn't get paid for it. <laughs> I know, I know that, but it was, you know, it's, it was definitely a, partly a self-esteem thing, definitely, feeling just a bit like, you know, all I do is bring up my kids. Um, but, yes, of course, I mean, work my ass off. 
really important that um you know we, we sort of like change the script a bit you know at the end of the day it's still you know sort of like oh you know as you say like people kind of say oh you run your own business and then they'll say something like a proper business like it's actually <laughs> like look at my website you've got a website or you know and they're like well what do you do <laughs> this is the question that i love so obviously, you know, I, my classes are generally in the morning and the evenings. I'm also a personal trainer during the day. And people say, okay, so hold on a minute. So if your classes are in the morning and the evening, what do you do during the rest of the day? Do you just go out for lunch? Or I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm running the business. I mean, it's, it's, you know, marketing, sales, accounting, recruitment, management. I clean the toilets, you know, from everything. You know, and it's quite funny how that's still seen as quite surprising for a woman to be doing that, especially on her own. I saw a great advert, I was in the airport the other day, and I think it's um, BMW actually, and it says like various things, it's trying to, again, sort of change the narrative, and it says, girl boss, and it's crossed out the line girl. You know, and it's like, why do we have to refer to as a girl boss anymore? Why can't we just be a boss, right? Yeah. Like, aren't they just a nurse? You know, so it's that kind of stuff, it's just kind of changing people's viewpoints. Um, yeah. But I'm of, of what, we've, what I've achieved so far, I hope, you know, I continue to grow as much as possible from all the amazing support from our clients and the community and my family. And I hope, hopefully, the confidence that it brings people through exercise might actually make someone think, you know what, I've been thinking about starting my own business or thinking about changing my job or going back to work after kids and think, actually, I get off that bike, imagine endorphins, so fill up. That might actually get them to that point. So there are so many benefits of being your own boss, being a boss, having a business that is so confidence building for my clients. And I'm, I'm very grateful. I think a lot of people feel like they have their opportunity to create this. I saw something over New Year's. I think, um, does my bum look good? Does my bum look 40? You know, that uh, Instagram. Put this thing up to say, such thing as, you know, having to choose your career by 25. You know, at 40, at 50, we're still people. We change things at issue you know making uh, pivoting essentially and also there are completely different times of your life where you feel like you know you're ready to do these things or your family as a family you're ready to do these things and um, you know you do need a a supportive husband if you've got kids and you want to you know put yourself I mean when Anna and I first started ACE we were working from five o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, six days a week. We were crawling through the door. I mean, it was absolutely insane the amount of hours we were putting in. And we were leaving our families at crazy times of the day, really when the kids needed us. And if we didn't have the support from our husbands to do it at that time, we would never have been able to put in, yeah. you know, the hours that we did. Kids as well, because my kids are a bit older, they're all teenagers and whatnot. So, you know, that they gave me the support. They've never, I'm very grateful that they don't say, oh, mum's working again or she's not around. You know, to be honest with you, I think even though it's my own business and I have, I work all hours, I have a bit more flexibility than I did when I was working in a job. You know, how many days I missed because I was at work and in, in, I worked in, in town. You know, I couldn't just walk out of my job, whereas now I can at least try and tailor things slightly around that. You know, um, I, I miss parents' evenings. I miss all sorts of stuff because I used to run events. So I'd be at the event. I'm head of events. What can I do? I can't miss that for my kids' parents' evening. Whereas now I've got an amazing team of staff. My son just got back from, and I know with, also with your son, they just got back from a three-month trip in Israel. And I had to pick them up from the airport just in the middle of the class. But I've got such a wonderful team. 
So um, I think it was Talia, Talia Goldstein, I think she might be on. She um, stepped in for me. So, you know, you've got that flexibility. And as I say, having this amazing team of staff that, that helped me out. So I'm not on my own, really. Yeah. Good. That's really, that's, <laughs> again, that's really helpful. Um, let's talk a little bit about spinning and exercise in general. You know, let's talk about, we, we are that strength training and I'll qualify as a personal trainer so we can talk about that a little more. So I am not a cardio bunny. I don't love anything that makes me feel terrible. But we understand the benefits. But go, you know, apart from the confidence building and the... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there are so many wonderful benefits to spinning. And, you know, it's, of course, it's a cardio workout, right? So your heart's health. Of course, it's much fat burning as well. You've got the rush of endorphins that it brings you. Bone density, a lot of people don't necessarily think about that. So bone density, when we climb and we really push it on those hills, um, you're really helping with that bone density. So I look at it as future-proofing. So when I, was, when I was a kid growing up, like my, we didn't really move much. I don't know about anybody watching. I don't know how active you were as a kid. And I think this generation hopefully be different. I mean, I played netball at school and stuff like that, but we didn't really go on family you know, adventures and whatnot. Um, but now I think it's really important that people realise you've got to future-proof your body from any age. You want to think about how you want to still be moving, like my 83-year-old that came to my first spin class. You know, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I think spinning is fabulous for that. It's low impact. It's high calorie burning. It's bone density improving. It's excellent for your heart health. I know that feeling is a bit scary at first when you feel like you're so out of breath. But the beauty of it as well is it's adaptable and it's for everyone. So because you're in control of your resistance, so I'm sure everybody knows this, but maybe you've never, people watching might have never done a spin class might be thinking about it. Don't be, intimid oh, sorry. Don't be intimidated by the fact that you see all these people who are super strong. You think, well, I'm not strong enough for that. You are because you can start it at a lower level. You keep your resistance from something quite sensible and start cranking up, cranking up, cranking up as your fitness improves. So it really, really does improve your fitness. And I think what I love about spinning, one of the biggest benefits of it, is it's just great fun. So, yeah. you know, we need to exercise. Everybody knows, oh my God, everywhere in January, just talks about it everywhere, right? Which is great for us as a business, because we want to really, you know, jump on that. People spend a lot of time trying an exercise, like you said about running earlier, and they give up, because it is maybe not for you. And of course, spinning isn't for everybody as well, but the beauty of it is it is a fun workout it's 45 minutes my, my classes and in 45 minutes it goes like that so you're training at a high level or building up to a high level 45 minutes having fun and feeling fabulous and i think it's it's hard to find an exercise that does that for you um but of course it is very much about strength training as well so it's not just about the cardio so when we of course work on those hills and you can crank up that resistance you can really work on building strength whether it's in your legs in your core in your back in your upper body um, this morning, or this afternoon at lunchtime, we did a really good glute session as well. So that was great. <laughs> I also think uh, injury, it's quite, yes, um, it's, in, it, as well, it's very low impact, low impact so you're very yeah. unlikely to yeah. think So you'll have somebody that says, oh, you know, I, I hurt my knee or my ankle or what have you. My doctor has recommended spinning. And I'm like, thank you, doctor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm injured. I can't do anything. I'm sure you get this as well. People really? go like, I'm never going to be able to exercise again. And you're like, okay, it's the opposite. If you don't exercise, that knee is never going to get better. And unfortunately, you're just going to be one of those people that has a bad knee and therefore you don't exercise. Maybe yeah. you're not. 
But lifting weights, building that bone density, getting on a spin bike, low impact, you want to really, as I say, future-proof, fix any, you know, um, issues that you've had. Also, we have a lot of post, um, uh, postnatal. So we do yeah. a baby which is so adorably, it's so sweet, so sweet. So we have, other people know that how hard it is to get childcare, how expensive it is. So you can just bring your baby. So you bring your I baby, from low, obviously. Um, okay. And then, their buggy whilst the mums or dads whoever wants to come can get on the bike and spin and we keep it at a sensible level um and the light the kids love all the lights it's like baby sensory all at the same time so it's it's really adaptable to age what you've been through in your life where you want to go you know in terms of a, a fitness journey whether you're super super fit already and you're like okay i'm already fit great because you can crank that resistance up really hard yeah i always found so what i remember when i first went to a gym the first time and saw they had a spin class that was at the back of the gym floor. It wasn't in its own room. So you could really watch. I thought, I could never do that class. It looks so hard and so, you know, fast and high intensity. And I, I could never do it. And I, I remember being really, really scared the first time I ever took a spin class. I would never be able to keep up. And, um, but really, it really and you really can start at any level, and it really shouldn't put you off. Absolutely, I had, I had, I had someone that's been, I think she's been to about four classes, and she's now therefore, you know, still quite new, but I had some beginners in front of her, and I was thinking, looking at her behind these beginners, thinking, wow, in four classes, she already looks like she's so advanced, you know, sort of like, that's so fast, it's such a quick way to get fit, but of course, and I'm sure you guys experience this as well, people are very intimidated by hey. Nervous, they think I'm so unfair, I haven't done this for years, and therefore they kind of then just don't really want to do it. Um, but as I say, you know, we all know we need to exercise, we all know there's lots of benefits for it, but be a bit bold, be a bit brave. No one really cares about anybody else, nobody's really looking at anybody else. Everyone's so focused on themselves. You know, people often think, Oh my gosh, that person's going to see that my resistance is like you can't even see what other people's resistance is. I can tell what people are doing. But nobody else can see, and I would never go up to someone and, like, you know, sort of single them out. But, you know, it's an opportunity to start somewhere because it's so adaptable and then build that fitness up. But it is intimidating, and I totally get that. So we really try, all my instructors, to make sure any new people coming in feel really welcome. Um, you know, we show them around. We get to know each other's names, make sure they're set up on their bikes effectively, safely. Now, that's another big issue that I've seen in many people walk in and like almost embarrassed that they don't know, you know how to set it up. Yeah, I will say that. So I assume everybody has never done a class before. That's how I look at it. I walk in there and I just treat everyone. And if they say, oh, I spin all the time, I still show them. Because maybe they've not seen this bike before. Because if you don't spin in a safe and effective way, you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to be like, I'm uncomfortable, my back hurts or whatever. So we do make sure that we keep that very personal, um, you know, sort of like uh, um, helping people very much from... Um way through and i know you said you don't like to uh, pinpoint people or um call, uh, people out. call people out embarrass anyone but at the same time if you've got um clients that have been coming often are you making sure that they're progressing and making sure that they are um you know pushing themselves a little bit harder and how do you do that without it being awkward? i ask people but we, we start on a on a flat road level so the idea is that we have like a counter, we have a, a console on the bike, which is really helpful because you can actually see what your resistance is on. So a lot of spin bikes, you just turn, you don't know how much is on. 
this one has numbers, okay? So I give people a range, okay? And that's why I often say to people, okay, let's say you've been working on a level 30 for a while. And I'll say to people, in the past, if you've been working on a level 30, maybe crank that up to a 32 today, 33, that kind of thing. And I always give people a range, and I always say to people, advanced riders, try this. You know who you are. And if I see that they're not doing anything, I'll go and talk to them afterwards and say, you know I meant you. You know that you are an advanced rider now. Let's go for this. But you also have to recognise that sometimes people are just not feeling it that day. They want to exercise and knackered, or they just, you know, they're not feeling it. And that's okay too. So I never want to put any pressure on people to think, she's looking at me, she's going to tell me I'm not doing working hard enough. So you've got to find that balance, haven't you? Um, yeah. Chat to, you know, all my clients afterwards or beforehand or during the week or even on, you know, I message people or on Instagram or what have you. And just, you know, hopefully try and encourage them and, and tell them that they're doing great because they, they all really are. I mean, the people that come regularly, they're, they're just amazing. I'm always blown away by how much effort and energy people actually bring to the classes. I, I, I'm honestly, they're, they're amazing. My clients are all absolutely wonderful and they put so much heart into it, which I just love to watch. I think so much of that is the fact that you are almost, well, you are a boutique spinning studio. So you, you care about it. It belongs to you. Your staff are invested. You obviously treat well. You know, when you go to a gym, there are people taking classes yeah. for minimal pay. They couldn't care less. They don't care about embarrassment. They, um, you know, it's very, very different. And also because people are paying per class to come to you, you really want to do it. Whereas when you've just got a gym membership and it's like, oh, I'll just go to that you're not as invested in the same way so that's really nice absolutely now that is a big deal i think having a boutique studio is quite rare I and mean, there are a few around london you've also got the big players in central london and i think everywhere because i go and check out everywhere and they don't necessarily sometimes they do but they don't necessarily come over check on you make sure you're okay beforehand afterwards some, some i'd say some do but what we really try and make sure that everybody feels quite valued and looked after um, but then I also get that back, which is really nice. So they, they feel like that, but then they'll come and tap, chat to me afterwards. So if any of my clients are online now, please come and talk to me afterwards. I love that. I love when you come and say thank you, or I love that, or I love that music. Give me, give me ideas for playlists. I spend my entire life with my AirPods in making playlists, because every single class we change the playlist, right? So tell me if you love the song. You know, say to me, oh my God, so I heard this song on the radio or wherever, please play it in the next class. I love that. So please, please come and tell me, tell my instructors. We want to, you know, work together on this. Um, I just Amazing. see we love our override community and, and we, we feel the same way about our ACE community. We really, you know, invest. We get to know people. We don't just say, you know, someone says, oh, I've been, we, you know, we check in on them. We really invest that sort of that makes it difference. You know, it really does make a difference. Yeah. You know, even though you're very much exercising on your own, and I say no one's looking at anybody else, you still feel that energy from the room, from the other people. And what I love is when people say hello to each other. So they come in and they don't necessarily know each other, but they now know they now know each other through overrides. And I love that. I absolutely love to see in the cloakroom and chatting. How are you? How was your you know, New Year, and I love the fact that I'm also bringing people together in that sense. So, I mean, how gorgeous is that? Isn't that a lovely thing to feel as well? Absolutely. Um, Natalie, what's the future? Are there going to be other studios? How are you going to uh, end this business? Yeah, I mean, I would love to have a few more. So I'm from Essex, so if anyone here is from Essex, I'm from Essex, and I would love to open one in Essex, just to go back to my roots, not these ones, which I really need to be done. But I'd love, <laughs> so I'd love to open another one in Essex, hopefully, that's the plan. Three would be my absolute dream. If I could have three studios, it'd be great. Just to spread, spread the... Yeah. Yeah. 
says it, it's going to Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That is the plan. As long as I can keep moving and keep riding, I will be going. But my next career, <laughs> so obviously, maybe in like 20 years, maybe I'll be a DJ. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I like that. You could do that on the side. <laughs> but that can be your singing. next side hustle. That could be your next side hustle. And you could be the DJ live sets at your override studios. I mean, that would be super cool. Last summer, I think it was last summer, oh gosh, I can't lose track. We did a festival um, ride and we actually had a, a DJ cover. It was, it was brilliant. It was yeah. great. Um, I, I, I have a uh, private question now. Just because you mentioned your hair always looks absolutely pristine. My pet, hey, I mean, it's like the bane of my existence uh, with trade, sweating and washing hair and blow drying hair. How do you keep it looking? The, the, biggest, the biggest secret, I'll let you all know. Dry shampoo? Dry shampoo. I mean, it is honestly the best thing ever. Yeah. Matthew once brought me home some dry shampoo from work randomly. He used to have people test products. He said, have you ever tried dry shampoo? I was like, what is that? Dry shampoo and hairspray. I mean, I had gosh because I felt like I should for Insta Live to be with you guys. <laughs> Basically, spray that dry shampoo. And actually, one of, someone told me recently, if you then blow dry it with the dry shampoo in, it's even better. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so a dry shampoo. Um, do you have a big brand that's good? Nice yeah, I've got that up. They do nice tropical flavours quite nice. It smells a bit like Lauren Holiday. Um, do you get your family to spin with you? I know your daughter was an instructor. Yeah, Sophie actually became an instructor during lockdown. Um, she's, she's, she's studying abroad at the moment. Um, and my daughter Leia, she goes to the team class, and we do an amazing team class. I mean, Talia, if Talia's there, she can tell you team class tonight was like crazy busy. The team's so important for their health, obviously physical and mental. Um, so she goes to that. My son Noah used to, he used to like going when he was younger, but I can't get him in there. But he's a 14 year old boy, you know, it, it's a bit of a struggle to get him to go. But my husband, he, he spins with me loads, which is great. That's yeah. Actors, many classes, but I mean, let's face it, he's spinning for free. Who wouldn't want to do that? Okay. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. Oh, Sophie's there, so she's tuning in from Israel. She's on her gap here. We miss her very much. We, um, we started our class, it was our very first class, and it was when my eldest Ella, who's about to turn 19, was about 11. She just started school, and that's generally when people stop moving, and um, it's generally when you stop. You know the whole sort of team sport. Oh. Yeah, well, girls, girls, girls more than boys because boys generally often stay within a football team and they football training and they play football with their friends. You know, I know my boys um, throughout the weekend play football the whole weekend. Um, but girls, yeah. where we found that they just stop um, like moving yeah. and they're not involved sport or like a swimming squad or a gymnastic squad they do nothing yeah and the, the that kind of actually can sometimes travel with people right to adults life where you have you know the men are going off on their bikes and the men are going off camping and the men are going off you know to to do a triathlon and it's like okay where what happened where did this break down where did they go from kids who were active to the men carrying on and the women not. And then it'll be, oh, because I'm too busy with my kids and da 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 
so I think that's really important to like again flip that 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 sort of script that you know just because you're a woman why can't you still do high intensity lift weights you know don't enter a high rocks competition which I've just entered Melanie and I are doing that in um, in May oh gosh that was scary so you know things like you know just just challenge yourself and try and try and install that from from a younger age if possible with the team but but let's face it, the teams have been through a really hard time the last few years, and there's freedom for them now. And of course, they have lots of influences, which are negative. So, and I know Talia does this so much, it's really about boosting their confidence. She talks about being strong, being confident, being independent, all those kind of things. And that's the message we try and get across. We have boys in the class as well. It is predominantly girls in the team class, but we do have some boys there as well. And, you know, they, they are just, it's a, it's a great energy that they all bring to the room. Well, we always say... I, the of women, um, other women, mums, exercise. There's very now who anything, and uh, always saying, you know, you've got this teenage start now. Like, why wait until um, a mum, maybe you, whatever exercising, and um, it's so important because we can get their form now. So we can pick up. You become and you know exactly what to do and also we all know now that exercise has to be part of our lifestyle like it, it has to be everybody has to incorporate exercise into their life and so if you can you know it can become just the norm something you do if you, from the age of whatever then it just hopefully continue and always just become part of their lifestyle which is you know really going to uh, you know so vital you know the kids have to sit at desks all day you know they're at desks and then they come home and they've got homework and then you know they are constantly like not really in a good position so you've just got to find the exercise that they love so whether it is you know swimming or spinning or weights or whatever it is something that they walk out thinking i want to go back even if my friends aren't coming i can only go to my friends today you know if you can get them to be like i'm going to go anyway because i love it Wow, I mean, you're winning, you're winning. And I know it's really hard as a parent to find something that your kids love, but just, just try out lots of different things, just try. Boxing is where I get the team. I'm team qualified, so I can work with teenagers from 11 and up. It was a special season, yeah. And I get in the door, I get them, they come in the door, I get them boxing. And there's something about that, um, you know, that impact that is so empowering and exciting, you know their you know their teachers and really get them you know excited. but i mean because again you know we kind of like if someone said to you a boxer who are you going to picture in your head you picture a bloke right so it's a case of again again just like making sure that the girls realize strong are they going to be strong women who have got you know they're not going to people think oh my gosh i mean i train people and they say to me am i going to end up looking like a bodybuilder i'm like well yes definitely <laughs> Like, you know, be lifting crazy amounts of weight, plus eating huge amounts of protein all day. And, and years, years, unlikely. People are very nervous that they're going to look masculine. And, and it all, you get that all the time. And it's like, you're going to have to work very, very hard to even get close to that. You wish. <laughs> but what I love about um, working with teen girls is that we had so many girls come up to us and say, you know, I want to have arms like you. I want to, you know, I want to have arms and shoulders like you. How do you do that? And, and there's that 
total different emphasis. And yes, there's still that emphasis on what they look like. And unfortunately, that's going to be, you know, part of things. Um, but it's such a, it's a, it's a healthier yeah, the outlook. Yeah, then, you know, I want to have that thigh gap and, you know, I want to be as, you know, skinny as I can. And so, you know, feeling that strength in these girls. Is and not just, you know, they know, again, we are business owners. Watch what we do. They follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And it's so um, motivating, inspiring. We often get asked to speak in, you know, different situations. Um, it, it's cool have achieved is just fantastic you know it's just it's just so wonderful that um girls women are focusing more on strength than about looks i mean it's just I, I wish i could get that we could get that message across so much to people um it's not their fault because for hundreds of years this is what we've been told right that is how it's been told but now i see on instagram now maybe it's about my algorithms but i see so much on instagram so many women in the gym lifting heavy weights, getting nice and strong, working hard, whether it's being, you know, as I say, a triathlon or sailing or, or anything like that on their bike. I just think it's so wonderful to see people talking about strength, always yeah. building that strength, getting stronger and stronger and stronger. We don't want to be like, you know, somewhere and saying, oh, can, can someone carry that for me? Or here, go give it to the man, give it to my husband, he can carry it. Enough already. You can carry it. Get I had the um, get the conveyor, get the suitcase off your conveyor belt. You can take the suitcase off the conveyor belt. <laughs> and I had the best thing yesterday. I had a stack of shelves delivered, and there's a massive heavy sticker on it. And normally, door and they say heavy. Do you need me to bring that in? Like, are you mad? Do you know what I do for a living? And yesterday, and yeah, sure. Do you mind just putting it in the hallway? And I had such a giggle. I was like, should I tell him what I do? I was like, let him do the work was so funny but back to what you were saying about men and sports men tend to choose that are a and b type and that they, they don't see the i i am um, my husband's a cyclist but he has a very old bike that he's desperate to change and he goes five o'clock in the morning and he goes out three four five in the morning so i cannot he's really not taking up too much time but i know so many people who hours on it completely ignore the family and have to be up to date with the lady you know it's, and it's, it's just so interesting that and we're women all like, that are trying to squeeze in you yeah. know how, yeah. how squeeze in you know as many half an hour or 45 minute workouts as we can oh. uh, you know think our other responsibilities personally this is my personal i'm very very fortunate that i'm in a relationship that we're very equal with things like that i think i'm very lucky because i hear that that's not the case for a lot of people but i think I think what's really important is that people realise that it's okay to be selfish because it's not. So often I say, especially to the, the baby override mums, if you look after yourself, you can, be a you can be a better wife, you can be a better friend, you can be a better employee, a better boss. Because at the end of the day, if you are looking after yourself and you're feeling good, you're feeling strong, you're feeling confident, isn't that going to help in everything you do in life, right? So I appreciate that people do squeeze it in and they're so worried about making sure they spend time with their kids. And of course, it's so vitally important, but it's not selfish. It's actually really selfless. Yeah. Look, give yourself a little bit of time, block it out. Say to yourself, you know what? Every Monday, Thursday and Saturday, 
I take an hour to do something that's worked for me, that's going to build my health, good for my health. Because I know if I have that hour to myself, three times a week or whatever it is, I'm not going to go home feeling pretty good rather than resentful. I was watching this great thing on Instagram today about um, people eating their kids' leftovers when they give them dinner at like six o'clock or whatever, right? And it's like, you know, I'm going to eat my leftovers. You're not the leftovers. Why are you the leftovers? Eat before your kids. Have something to eat before your kids. Feed yourself first, okay? Because then actually you're not going to be like desperately trying to like starving and feeling rubbish, headache, and you're knackered. Feed yourself first. So think, I like to think about in terms of exercise and taking some time out as well. You know, whether you're a mum, you're a dad, whatever it is. Yeah. You, know, you can actually be better at everything else you do. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, lovely, Natalie. Lovely. So, yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? I mean, we're obviously similar in similar things. It's lovely to have a chat with other people. Um, I think it's important that we, as self-employed, you know, business, have our own little community and are all other up and supporting each other and um, I'm sure you'd be lots of our transformers in your studio they uh... yeah and I I know my nutrition in terms of like you know sort of what I've had to do in terms of qualifications but other than that I would send people your way you guys are the absolute experts when it comes to you know um... nicest thing it's a two-way way thing so uh, if any transformers go along to override go and introduce yourself to Natalie and their team as a transformer, as we call them. And, uh, yeah. absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys tonight and to have everybody else who's listening. It's so lovely that you took the time to listen. So if you found the time to do that, find the time to look after yourself. Do something for yourself. It's okay. It's okay to do that. <laughs> and thank you for your time. Thank you so much. See you next Bye.